Hi, I'm Erin Marcus, former corporate executive turned entrepreneur and founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business. Welcome to the Ready Yet podcast. We're excited to bring you more than 100 episodes of interviews and insights designed to help entrepreneurs get the financial and emotional freedom they need in order to build a business and a life they're proud of. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I'm scared. I'm excited. God only knows what's going to happen next because I found my soul sister, right? My sister. (laughs) This is what social media is all about. You get to meet cool people from, right, that you'd never come into contact with. So let me give you a soft introduction. Beate Shillette. Did I say that correctly? You nailed it. Yes. It helps to grow up in Chicago with people from 22 different countries. We get used to it, right? We just have had so much fun talking marketing, talking strategy, talking processes. I know people think we're weird. Um, Talking about dreams about kangaroos because that's what happens. And I just can't wait for them to hear your story, your expertise, all of the things. But before we do that, why don't you give a little bit of a more formal introduction to who you are and what you do? Yes, thank you, Erin. Yes, Soul Sisters, Fabulousness, uh, Square. It's, it is certainly true. So my name is Beata Shalette. I'm known as a growth architect, and I work with visionaries and leaders, help them to scale their impact and grow their authority. And what that means, like you, Erin, I am a little bit on the geeky system strategy side, and it gets me unbelievably excited when I hear a dream or an idea, and then my 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 brain, my my system, and immediately wants to spit out the system and the formula and the strategy on how we are going to take that and make that actually happen. And that's, I think, where you and I are two peas in a pod, because we could just talk about this all day. Right, we could just right, and, and it is exactly what happens to me. And I try not to impose it on strangers because they didn't ask for it necessarily. But as soon as somebody like I'm not as good as the process as you are, my side is more marketing and strategy, and you're the press. But as soon as somebody says, "Oh, I want to do," because I'm surrounded by entrepreneurs. As soon as someone says, "Oh, I'm thinking about doing." XYZ, that just sets me off, right? That's just the brain starts going, oh, you just do this and then you talk about this way and then you just do this and you call this person and this person, this person to help you and boom, there it is. And they look at me like I'm a crazy person. Yeah, I had a conversation with Alex and Filippo from Potmatch, who we both uh, adore mm-hmm. uh, and how we met. And so as I was talking to him, I said, you know, I said, we could build a really nice system around that. And I'm like, am I overstepping you? <laughs> Here's how you do that. <laughs> Here's how you do that. May, may I share that with you as, as it just kind of came to me naturally in the conversation? He goes like, no, nah, bring it on. <laughs> so let's start with your journey because I think um, one of the things I know, whenever I ask a successful entrepreneur, how did they get to where they are? There is always a story of how it all fell apart in the process, if not once, then two, three, four times. But I think you have a really unique story about how you got to where you are now. So how yes, you know, I do. tell us more about that and how it led you to where you are. 
Yes, I mean, you're absolutely correct. I wished I would be able to say it was, you know, woke up a princess and then everybody handed me everything. And then one day I got the crown and I lived happily ever after and there were no obstacles on the way. However, the truth, <laughs> the truth is really anything but. And my story is I'm original from Germany. I'm an immigrant and I come from photography. So I have a photography background. And I realized very quickly that I was better at the business side of it and went in the business side, became a photo editor at Elle magazine in Germany, and then moved on to immigrate into the United States, uh, had a job, got laid off. And then from there on, I became a entrepreneur, not so much by choice, but by circumstance, and had to figure out how now as a young woman, um, 30 years old, as a single mother going through a terrible divorce in a massive recession, was going to figure out how I'm going to I'm going to do this all and I had no idea about entrepreneurship I mean zero and so my journey starts and my journey is a you know really a 13 year a story of just crazy adversity that includes fires floods riots earthquakes September 11th a tsunami and uh, a lawsuit and so I jokingly called myself disaster proof Erin and I think resilience is the audacity to not give up. And yeah, when it was all said and done and my ship came in, well, it was a luxury liner, wasn't it? Well, and so I joke, and some people will tell me don't even joke about it because you'll create more of it. I've had a rough summer, not fires and floods and famine summer, but I've had a rough summer and a lot going on wasn't all bad. And I, I've been jokingly call it the summer of trauma. And there is truth about the breakdown before the breakthrough. I actually call it the the the, the, the three Bs. It's the uh, break breakdown, the breakthrough, followed by the breakout. Yeah. And when I thought the breakdowns were over and things started to look up, it was four days later, the breakdowns were back. And the people who know, meaning the people who witness it over and over, or have been through it themselves, all just look at me and say, the breakthrough is just going to be that much bigger. And what do you have to do to insulate yourself against most people who look at you and say, what are you not right? What are you doing? Yeah, I. it's interesting that you are asking that specific question because when I woke up dreaming about the kangaroo in the dream, um, one of the things that I recognized is that the question is, what is our pattern? What is our resistance pattern, self-sabotage pattern? Is when you look back at how you handle change, right? You have a certain skill set that gets you to a particular point. And then you decide one day, this is not good enough for me anymore. I need to get to the next point. But you do not have the skill set. There's a law where you have to let go something of a lower nature to get something of a higher nature. Yes. In layman's term, if you have that crappy Toyota that is parked in the premium spot in front of your house, you cannot put your dream car there because the spot's taken. Yep. So you have to take that old car and let that go before you put the new car in. 
And so it's no different in our personal lives. But we throw temper tantrums because we don't, we say we want to change, but we don't have the tools. So we are scrambling to find the tools. And then something happens. And then we give it meaning. Then we say, oh, 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 I can't believe it. My car broke down. So um, I have to now put that money that I had earmarked for that in the car. I guess it wasn't meant to be. And we are now giving giving these um, judgments to everything that's happening that normally happens in life, right? I mean, you got to right. get new tires. You know, you have to get car alignments. You know, you have to get right. That, that phrase, see, I knew that was going to happen. Here we go again. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's just that's just that's just life, right? I mean, unless you tell me that for the last whatever 20, 30 years you've never had a toothache and never needed to go to the dentist and never had a car problem. Always at um, the most inopportune time, right? Well, th- th- that I will say is it always seems to be inopportune. So now you have your inter- internal voice that is afraid of change because it's something you've never done. So your subconscious is looking for a pattern that it can compare it with. And all it can come up with is stuff you failed. And then your mother comes. (laughs) And your mother says, remember when you were 12 years old and you thought you could climb in that tree house and then you fell and you hurt yourself really badly. Do you really ever want to climb in another tree house? And you go like, yeah, kind of, I do. Kind of do. Yeah. Can, can we like build one right now? So. That's how you guard yourself is you have to really be diligent about guarding your mindset like a wolf, right? You cannot let anybody go in there. Don't clip coupons. You know, don't talk to anybody. Don't collect $200. Lock <laughs> yourself people in. people think you're being mean. You know, when I tell people this, you can do this and not be a jerk. And I, you know, one of, or you can just be a jerk, you know, you and I tend to be a little bit more direct. So it is what it is. But what I say is when I am doing something that I know makes me nervous, when I know is scary, when I know is going to leap me forward, I get very, very black and white safety bubble around my mindset. And in a weird way, my world shrinks. And most people would think I was crazy if I told them, I'm working on a million dollar breakthrough year. So my world is shrinking. But that is how it works for me. You know what? It's, it's, it's really true. I'm going through a transformation myself. Well, let's also, you know, for those of your listeners who believe in this, I mean, Mercury is in retrograde. Is yeah, in retrograde right in Libra. I'm a Libra. So it's like a, a quadruple uh, 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 difficult. And so my birthday is coming up um, this Friday. And I'm sitting there and it's like, well, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? What are we going to And I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to see anybody. I, I want to go to the spa. I want to go to a sound bath. I want to shift my vibration. I feel like I'm pushing up against something. And, you know, and the fear part of me wants to back off and go to safety. But the conscious part of me says, it's right here. Tackle it. Push it find your way through it and really make sure you come out on the, on the other side and detach yourself from the outcome. Because that's the other part, Erin, I think that's important uh, for the two of us to talk about is that you think that when you design the plan to scale, that you design the path to get there. 
but you only design where you want to go, which is why the clarity is so important. And the path isn't going to be near anything you had mapped out because an opportunity comes up. It's going to cost twice as much. It's going to take three times as long. It's going to go in half as time. It's a quantum leap. It's There's going to be a fire. There's going to be a fire. It's fire. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny that you just said that because I literally am having that happen right now where I've always known what I've wanted. There's more clarity, more clarity, more clarity around what it looks like as I gain experience. And literally today, and now I have a, a, the third conversation and a series of conversations with people on Friday, I will tell you that what is becoming the obvious path to get to the goal is not what I would have ever anticipated. It, it's, it's not that it's contrary to what I would have anticipated or what I was trying to do. It's almost adjacent to it. I'll give it that right. It's almost adjacent to the original plan. It lives I mean, in the same city. That's good. Right, exactly. <laughs> and if the breakdown wouldn't have happened, if the breakdown wouldn't have happened, I never would have considered what is now becoming the path of least resistance. There would have been no way to foresee this. Uh, I mean, that is so, so true. I think that especially right now, right? If we look at what's going on in the world, disaster, madmen with a nuclear my, my mother is literally in the eye of the hurricane right now. Like literally right now. You talk about these weather patterns and what they're doing and how do we show up when all of that's happening? Exactly. And how do you show up in, in all of these things? So it, it is very easy to fall back into the common perspective of it's too dangerous. It is not safe because at the end of the day, our subconscious wants to have control. And, the, and what we are experiencing at this moment in time is what we have control over, no matter what a disaster it might be or how unfulfilling it is. But that you have complete control over your life right now because you yeah. know what it is. You, you get up, you have your breakfast, you know, whatever. It's completely predictable. That is safe. The minute you leave that, you go in a territory that our mind cannot find a pattern that it can compare it to, and that is danger. And if that is dangerous, then it tries to get back to safety. So when the pattern of discomfort comes and the breakdown is destroying these patterns of our, you know, safety zone, and we do this knowingly because we make the decision, but then we feel bad, then we're insecure, uh, we feel alone, we feel like we can't do it. Uh, it's it's not working. It's uh, a sign that it's not meant to be. What the heck were you thinking? Why did you spend so much money on this? It's not working for other people too. Never mind the other people that it works for. Uh, and and you find these all these reasons on why you need to back out. And then you back out, and then you are worse off right. than you were before because yeah. now you broke your word. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner looking for a proven process to help you get either a specific offer or your entire business past that six-figure mark, join us for Six Steps to Six Figures, an online live event starting on November 28th. 
We're going to get right to the point in an hour a day with strategies you can implement immediately for rapid results. Check out conqueryourbusiness.com for more information. See you there. And I love how you mentioned that you're in control. I There's something going on that I've had that conversation with four different clients in the last couple of weeks that the reason they're under stress is because they think they're not in control of their universe right now, that they're not in control. And truthfully, that's a decision. Like, you are choosing to believe that you're not in control because at the end of the day, you're always in control. You know, you might not be in control of the fact that there's a hurricane happening in her house, right? But she is under the control of how she responds to it, right? We're under control. I can choose to give this crazy ass journey up at any moment and go get a job. I can choose to quit a job and become an entrepreneur. Like you are always in control of your your situation or at least what you choose to do in that situation. So the out of control feeling is actually a choice that you can change every day. Yes. And, and uh, not an easy one, I may no. say, because no. there is a, a, also a trust pattern that goes with that. And the trust pattern is, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading Ivlanka's book about trust, which I find really fascinating. That is, do you even trust yourself? Do you trust in the powers that they are, whatever you might call them? Do you trust your own word? Do you, uh, do you, my biggest, do you trust your ability to make a decision? Oh God. Um, I mean, is that like right now, not the big thing that everybody's sitting in front of and goes, I know I need it. I know it'll help me. I'm, I already, I said I wanted it. The opportunity's here. And now I look at it. I'm like, but the oh, interest rates on a mortgage that I'm not even looking to take part of are now going up. So let me pull back over here. Right. The news is talking about interest rates on a mortgage being higher than ever. Well, you own a house. You don't need to refinance. It doesn't really affect you the way you're perceiving. And it makes us pull back over here. And one of the things that I've had to learn is how to interpret the physical feeling before I make a decision. The physical feeling between my intuition telling me that this is a bad idea, don't do it. And I'm just scared this is the right path. Okay. You know what? I think that I'm going to flip this right now. I'm going to ask you that question because I think that you just nailed something. I think a lot of people are probably having the biggest issue with. So when you say the physical part, what are you exactly referring to? Is that sort of that 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 choking sensation on your so neck? Here's mine. Here's mine. And this is how I knew the breakthrough was coming. And I, I've even given it a name. Buzzy roller coaster. Buzzy roller coaster <laughs> means I am scared out of my mind, but this is on. Like this is the way to go. Buzzy roller coaster is how I feel. I'm fine in line. I'm fine in line. When you get to the part of the roller coaster where they start dividing you up into the things, right? So you're not, right? That's the feeling. That's the feeling. Buzzy roller coaster is the feeling. When I'm now in line and I'm 
I can't really turn back, right? I'm now in line. I'm next. I'm in the slot like the racehorse. A bar goes down. A bar is going down. <laughs> That's Budsy Roller Coaster. I'm scared, but this is going to be awesome. And last week when I was doing what I needed to do to come out of my version of the current breakdown, and I made a, I had an idea. What if I X, Y, Z? I got Bozy Roller Coaster. And that I have learned. And the only way you learn Buzzy Roller Coaster means do that is by feeling it before, doing the thing anyway, and it works out. Like you can't inter you don't learn how to interpret these feelings before you have them and test them. Yeah. And and do you think, Erin, that it is possible to have a massive transformation without that no. feeling? No, because you're you're we're creatures of habit. We're creatures of habit. I, and I'm, you know, you, I, you've shared some of your story with me. So I'd love to know your interpretation of that in those moments of in the desert. <laughs> right? Last night in my bed, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that, that it all comes down to decision-making. You are absolutely correct. Because if I said, and I did, that I am seriously going to scale this, like you said, right? So that's why we, like, you know, that's why we had instant connection because it's like, I know exactly where you are because I'm right here with you. Yeah. That this one-on-one uh, -on -one is great, but unsustainable. The transformation yeah. in the one for many is taking place, right? This, the way that I'm referring to it now, the Aaron show is over. It, this can't be the Aaron show. It's not scalable. It's not scalable. Exactly. So now you have to kind of run these two simultaneous paths while you, you know, continue one for the cash flow. And then you phase that out while you're building the other one and you're in unknown territory. Other people are doing it. So you know it's happening. And so you go and inevitably there is a time of seeding and a time of harvest. Generally, it doesn't happen at the same time. And that makes us exceptionally nervous. Crazy. And so, <laughs> Making and, me crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Like if I look at what I've done in the last six months, I've built the quiz, the, the business growth blocker quiz. That's about to go live. Of course, there have been delays. I mean, it is Mercury in retrograde, so it's a month late. It's supposed to only take five days. It's taken way longer than that, but so it is. We've built, you know, new products and services. We're launching monthly masterclasses. You know, just everything that I said I needed to do to get the client attraction system and get out with a message clearer, get more people in the pipeline. So you can actually run these 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 community type programs, which I think are much better for people right now anyway, because who wants to be in a vacuum? Right. But, but there it is. Now you've invested all this money. You've paid all these other people. You look into your bank account and you go, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. And then you may have to tap into an overdraft or you may have to do a short term a finance of a project. And you had sworn you'll never do that again because the business has to carry itself after all. But you are in a growth phase. And so you for me, you know, I, I've been literally like dreaming about this 
I'm still trying to figure out where the kangaroo. The kangaroo. Went. The kangaroo. Has, we have to look up what a kangaroo. And I'll just and I'll is. just share that story because otherwise people <laughs> go like, "What the heck is it with this kangaroo?" So I had, you know, last night when I went to bed, I took this Jedi trick and I said, you know, I, you know, I'm in a sales a sales lounge. It's like, what do they need to hear from me right now? And you know, and I woke up with a voice in my head. Right after I woke up from a dream with a kangaroo in a tree wanting to play with a ball. Now, I have no idea what that means. So if you're in dream interpretation, by all means, do reach out and give a sister a hand here because it was a very cute kangaroo in a very big tree, but God, seriously. (laughs) And And then I heard the voice and the voice was, you have to make it about them and you have to really understand what they're struggling with and might be exactly what I'm what I'm up against right now. So that which we experiencing oftentimes is what we need to teach. So as we solve it, we can, we can teach the solution. So what I do is very much like, it's interesting that we have such a parallel. I do go in a cave and I shut off distraction, especially the well-meaning distraction. Mm-hmm. And I listen excessively to podcasts specifically on mindset to just keep myself my to keep my mind as clean as possible so i i don't allow this and when i feel this angsty feeling it's a physical feeling like you said oh, yeah. right? the mind is not buzzy roller coaster mine is can i just throw up um <laughs> <laughs> my my I'm sorry about being here so <laughs> drastic, uh, but I get like sick to my stomach. You know, I'm I'm laying in bed, I'm grabbing my head, I'm like, oh, because I can't even like, can't I just like throw it all up? <laughs> and um, and that's when I know that I am leaning into something that is so uncomfortable mm-hmm. that my body is literally physically revolting against this idea. And then I watch myself. I think that's the other thing that we really need to do. You have to watch what you do. So I go, I know I need to make sales calls. What do I do? I go get coffee. Uh, (laughs) There was some of that going on for me today. Yes. Uh, The uh, other thing that goes with Buzzy Roller Coaster, you'll love this. The words that come out of my mouth, I will say, I don't even know what to do with myself. (laughs) And my boyfriend will look at me and go, like, I will literally stand in the middle of the room I don't even know what to do with myself as I look from side to side. And he's like, what does that even mean? (laughs) What does that even mean? Oh, my God. Like, I go on my phone. I'm like, I don't need to check Facebook. I don't need to go on Instagram. There are no messages. I certainly (laughs) just listen to the news. I know there's a hurricane coming. And and it's it's almost like I'm trying to create some sort of a distraction. So I'm not going to do what I know I need to be doing. So if... You're listening and you're experiencing this. Congratulations. Yes. You are. You are like right there. Yes. And the only way to handle this is to not judge mm. the experience. Yeah. And give it give it no meaning. It is I always say take an take an element of curiosity and say, isn't that so interesting? She had to get another. Go <laughs> get another. Isn't that so? Five minutes away from the thing that she knows she needs to do. <laughs> the eight seconds. It's been eight seconds. Still no new emails, right? Exactly. And you know what else I do? Do you do this? I'm all on Apple products. I will put down my iPad 
where I was just on my email and check my email on my phone. Oh, good. Oh, that's a good one. Like, it's all the same. But when I'm that searching, hoping that something else will come up so that I don't have to do the thing. Have to make that decision. Yes. And, 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 um, I think that somebody said that in, in the uh, serious billions, there's a part where he says, when the fear shows up, I know where I need to go. Yes. That's Buzzy roller coaster. If I am scared out of my mind, that is the path that I need to be taking. Yes. And so if you would have told me that I saw that it will sell a business to Bill Gates, I would have told you, you are nuts. You're out of your mind. But I remember when I was going through this, and this is not the first time I've gone through this. I just thought that, you know, maybe after I sold my businesses would be over and that there would be no next level only to find out that there's multiple next levels to go to, right? Um, I remember those times where I would literally like look at my computer and my photos that were up online and I would yell at the computer and I would sell, sell, sell already, sell already. I know. It's, you know, and if you listen to Tony Robbins, he tells the story of where he'd like scream for hours. I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable. And you have in these moments, right? You have to just go at this limitation that is glaring you in your face and says this is this is this is your comfort zone you have come to the end of the comfort zone you think it's an abyss after that it's a it's a crevice right. you're gonna fall off you're gonna crash die burn freeze to death whatever <laughs> the earth is a disc you fall off that's it because you don't know what the other side is and you just have to push 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 because other people are doing it. Yeah, well, and what I tell people all the time is that this is the hard work. The reason that what we've been talking about is the hard work is the marketing, the procedures, the strategy. You can buy that. You can buy that from other people who are good at it. What we've been talking about you have to do this for yourself. Nobody can do this for you. Which is why this is the hard work. Yeah. I, I love, 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 love the, the way you said that. Because that is the internal barrier that you're breaking down. Yeah. And you can fake it. Externally, you can throw money at the problem. You can get help and hire people and expect them to do it. But that deserving. That and the believing. Deserving, believing, and trusting. That's internal. And, and, and yeah, and, 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 and uh, it, it, I, it feels a little heavy right now, I, I will say. I agree. I agree. I agree. So here's the thing, because we could have like four more of these shows and maybe we'll just go do that. Where can people continue this conversation with you? Because what I, you know, for my audience, you are so in aligned with what we talk about and what we believe. And yet 
there's enough of a difference in what you do for people versus what I do for people that I know they would highly benefit from continuing conversations and being in your ecosystem and in your world. What is the best way for people to get a hold of you? Yeah, so the best way is really to get started with figuring out what your number one business growth blocker is. Go take the quiz at growthblockerquiz.com. Perfect. And it'll it'll tell you in a couple of minutes, you know, is it the strategy? Is it the system? Is it your client attraction system? Um, the other thing is I'm all over social media, either as under the growth architect or Beata Chalet. I do like to hear from people. So, you know, just, just send me a DM, LinkedIn, Instagram, wherever. Awesome. Uh, make sure you mention the show. And while we are at it, please do give Erin a five-star rating. Mm-hmm. Give her all the love. Give her actually a review that's specific to one thing that you learned. She does this as a labor of love. And share this with one other person. Thank you. And you're welcome. And, you know, and, and understand that we are really in, in this to help with what we know to get you to make these decisions that propel you forward. We're here to help, not to hurt. Right, because... There's no limit to how many people get to do this. 100%. There's no limit as to how many people get to have a breakthrough. Thank you so, 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 so much. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Erin. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I truly enjoy bringing these stories of success and inspiration to you. Please join us in our mission to empower entrepreneurs to be in charge of their businesses and in charge of their lives by sharing this with anyone you know who would benefit from our tactical and motivating advice, leaving us a review, and letting us know if there are any particular topics you would really appreciate hearing about. See you next time.